0: Shir Mishnah Buryomi is Daf Kuf Lamid Beis Omud Aleph, and we are at simen Kuf Gimel, which deals with the halachos of Mishnah is Damin Lo Ruach O Itush. This deals with the halachos of a person has to pass gas during the Shmona Esrei, or he has to sneeze. The Mechabah starts off and he says, <laughs> And out of him unexpectedly comes uh, flatulence, he passes gas. So what should he do? He has to wait there until the foul smell, the odor of his flatulence passes. And then Then he can continue davening from the Shmonasri. We'll see in a moment from where he starts. The Mishnah Bruin Sivkot writes, that with this foul smell, <inaudible> the halacha is that you're not even allowed to think Torah when you're in the presence of this foul odor of the flatulence. Kedilel, as we've already learned previously in Simenayin Tess, Tes, Sif Tes. Shufu, footnote number one, brings down that if he was the Shleach Tzibur, then he doesn't have to stop according to Shlomo Zalman because that would be a tremendous busha for him if he has to stop the Shlomo but he realized why is he stopping. And therefore, he's allowed to continue. And Deir footnote number two, he brings down that the same halacha applies if somebody else Smells this uh, bad odor from the flatulence, they also have to stop until the odor is passed. Sivkot so Bays, the Mispalo, the Mishnah brewer says, You go back to the place where you left off. Even if you waited after the bad smell has gone away, and this total amount of time that you waited while the smell was there, plus the amount of time that you waited afterwards, If during this period of time, you would be able to finish the entire Shemonaserae, so then, you still go back to the point where you left off, as opposed to, as Disha footnote number 3 points out, if the bad smell had taken the amount of time that it would take you to finish the Shemonaserae before the bad smell went away, then you would go back to the beginning of the Shemonaserae as we learn momentarily in the Mishnah Bruvah. The Ha, the Mishnah Bruvah continues here, because you could have actually continued the Shmonessori once the bad smell has gone away, and the fact that you waited in Cain, the rest of the wait for whatever the reason that you waited, till maybe you got your concentration back, so that's not considered Machmas a an extenuating circumstance. Therefore, you don't have to go back to the very beginning. As we've already learned from the Ramah, earlier in Simon Samachai. Then the Mishnah Burr brings down Kots Wahronim. He brings down the name of the Prisha, the Vulnagon, the Primagodiman El Yeraba. the Bazai in Tsurachloma Haribon, Hakosov Yesiv Base. We're going to see in a moment that there is a special Tefillah that people would say when they passed gas, but over here we don't make that interruption in the Shmona The machik so because in this situation where the gas came out of the person, he's already in the middle of the Shmona he didn't move, and therefore it's not recognizable that he has this Busha uchlima, this tremendous embarrassment, and the experience of passing the gas is not so recognizable to anybody else, and therefore he doesn't have to say the special Yeratzon for the tremendous Busha that he had. As we'll see in a moment, in Sif Beis, in the Ramah. Now we go to Sif Beis. The Ruhm says, B'kei shloot zes b'menu ruach milamato mato, vnitz if a person has the urge to go and pass gas, and it's paining him not to pass the gas, and he's in the middle of Shmonasrei. V'nyocho l'hamenasrei, and he can't stop himself from passing the gas, so what should he do? Holik achorav arba amos, he walks away from the spot, middle of he walks away from the spot where he was in the middle of in that space four Amos away from where he was originally, he now passes the gas. He waits there until the bad odor has passed. The Omer, and now he says a special ribona shelolam. God, master of the universe. You made us, you created us with various orifices in our body. Various hollow spaces in our body. It is well known to you, our shame, our embarrassment. We have the shame and embarrassment now in our lifetime, and we're eventually going to be worms and insects after our death. This short little tachina, similar in some ways to Ashi Yatsar, is concluded. And then the Mechaber says, He then goes back the four steps, four amos, back to where he started the Shmona Esrei, and he continues from the place where he left off. We'll see in the Mishnah exactly what that means as well. But first, let's do the Mishnah B'ruh and gimel. The Ainu Yochol, he's not able to control himself. The Belav Hachi, Ruach, B'Shum Because if he is able to control himself and not pass the gas, he certainly shouldn't be passing gas while he's D'Avani Shmona Hasrei, under any circumstance. The issue footnote number 5 explains because the Tvila is like you're standing in front of the king, and it's a tremendous B'usha for a person to pass gas in front of the king. The issue footnote number 6 says if you can't hold back totally from going, at least try to wait till the end of the bracha before the person releases the gas. The Mishnah Baruch continues and he writes, and in this situation, if a person holds back from going to the, uh, pass the gas, this isn't a concern of baltashaktsu, we only have the din of baltashaktsu, a person shouldn't make himself into an abomination, that's only in a situation where he withholds himself from going to urinate or to defecate. But for passing gas, lo, that's not a transgression. Mishnah Baruch then adds, it appears to me, if a person does pass gas in this situation, he's wearing his tefillin, he should at least move the tefillin out of their proper place, and he should loosen them so that they're not in their proper place because, as we've already learned previously, a person is not allowed to pass gas while he's wearing tefillin. He also lafiach be as the Mishnah Brewer says. The issue footnote number 8 brings down with the talus, however, it's not a problem because you don't need a good fnoki, you don't need a clean body to wear a talus. Nish the Ruhr and Sif and Daled writes: You take the four Amos Achorv backwards. The Boinan the Halacha requires shei hamakum she You should be facing the place where you started off davening. Why? Laharos sherotsadai to show your desire to return to that place. So you're looking at it in a desirous fashion, so to say, to return to that place. started on in of and that's why he doesn't turn to the side, and certainly doesn't walk forward. That would be prohibited. Sivkatan he then says the says, Bur says even though he's in the middle of Shmonesrei he's allowed to say this ribon haolamim the moves is because he's already had an interruption but that's he had to stand still and had the interruption because of the bad smell because he passed the gas therefore he's permitted as well to interrupt to say this ribon the this even though he's in the middle of the then Sivkatan vav he returns he returns back to his place he should first go back to his place, and then the Chayyodim says that he should go and say the Ribon Ho'olimin. Sivkatan zayin, lemokam she The Mishnah Burr says he returns to the place where he interrupted from. So l'chora, this means ha The intention over here is l'chora l'schilas ha-bracha she but To the beginning of the bracha that he interrupted by passing the gas. Ul-kele-le-kamam b'simen As we'll learn based upon the Levush Esrat in the upcoming Simen Kuvdalet in Siv-hei. However, he says v'ayin le-kamam shom la-amokha However, he says, look... There as well what the of hold, and issue footnote number eleven brings down Shekas of Sham, it says over there, Shaladasa Moging Yiborium Via Groa Quaint Burn and in Low school. If you didn't wait long enough that you could have repeated the entire Shemon Aswe, the You only go and go back to the exact same place that you left off from, you don't even have to go back to the beginning of the Bracha. The Bir HaLacha there says, however, the Rabikiva Kiva Eiger writes, he's left with the Tzarachian, do you go back to the beginning of the bracha, or can you pick up right where you left off in the middle of the bracha? Since here the Shulchan Aruch seems to apply, you go back to the place where you interrupted, and over there it says that Shulchan Aruch says, So Rabbi Kiva Eiger is left with the Tzarachian, what is the proper thing to do? Then the Ramah writes, Haga, va ayane lael, Simon Pehe. Then the Ramah says, The go looking in Simon Pehei, what we said over there. And the Buren Bruin Sivkoton Ches writes, wrote Salomar, then his sham it was stated over there in Simon Pehe, the Im Shohaki de kula. if you waited long enough that you could have repeated the entire Shmanasra, Chosel Rosh. Then you have to go back to the beginning of the Shmanasra the reasoning over here is only applicable if he waited long enough while he passed gas and for the foul odor to dissipate we don't include in this period of time the amount of time it took you to take the four steps back and to return the four amos and the saying of the Ribona olamim, and this is also the opinion of the prima god. So we don't include this in the time. Did he have enough time to repeat the entire shemun esrei? Then you have to go back to the beginning. But if you included this, things that we just said, the walking of the four amos and the Ribona olamim, if you didn't include that, you wouldn't have enough time. Then you don't have to go back all the way to the beginning. The Ramah continues, and he says, yeah, there is, however, another opinion that says, the that this is only applicable, this halacha, when you're davening alone by yourself in your house. But if you're davening in a minyan, it'll be a tremendous embarrassment if in the middle of Shvaneser, people see you taking four steps back, the four almost back, and then you take the four almost forward, everybody's going to know what happened to you. It's going to be a terrible busha. And therefore, in this situation, when you're in public, the Ramah says, you don't have to step back the four at all, since you are not interrupting by taking the four steps back, so you're not interrupting, so therefore you don't say the ribbon HaOlamim as well. In the Bir Hetev, he brings down from the Shalah in Sifkot and bays with an asterisk, you should at least think the ribbon HaOlamim but you don't say it out loud. So the Ramah continues, and he says, He still has to wait, though, in that spot, because nobody's going to realize that he's waiting at that point in time, nobody sees him moving, so he waits in that spot until the air, the foul smell, dissipates, and the Ramah says, this is in fact alocha, and he brings this down in the name of the true Mesh The Mishnabur in Sivqa says, what I brought down in the name of the Shaloh, that it is preferable for the person to think the ribon olamim, even if he's not allowed to say it. Finally, Siv Gimel, the Mechaber writes Hamisatech betfilasso. If a person does itush, now we have itush milamato and itush milamato. Itush milamato means passing gas. That's essentially the same thing. As nizdamin lo ruach bat filoso. Eitush milamala is a sneeze. So the Mechaber tells us that if a person passes gas, milamato, coming from below, simen ralo. That's a bad simen if a person has to pass gas in the middle of the Shmonasrei. However, milamala, if a person sneezes during the Shmonasrei, simen yofalo, that's actually a good simen for the person. The Alakh Brewer brings down that this idea of sneezing is good is based upon a Gemara in Mesechas Brachos and Daf Dalit, where it says, Hamasashit it says, Milamalo Mr. Brewer in Sivkot N explains, Yeshom in the this aloch about quote sneezing, passing gas from below, or actual sneezing from above, that's only if there's a sound that's made. If it's silent, however, then these two rules don't apply. However, the of Avram brings down over here that that's not true, even if there is no sound, it's still either a good simon or a bad simon, depending whether it's passing gas or whether it's sneezing. And he says, even if there is no sound, a person has to separate himself a distance of four amos from the bad smell before he dives the Shmonessari again. The Loha of brings down as well that there's an the opinion that states that if you have no foul odor associated with the passing of the gas, so then you don't take the four steps back, you don't take the four arms backwards. This concludes Simon Kuv Gimel. Now we begin Simon Kuv Dalit. Shalom lehavsik a person shouldn't interrupt the Shmonasrei. The Machabah starts off and he writes, lo a person shouldn't interrupt the Shmonasrei. Even if a Jewish king were to ask him how he is, he shouldn't respond to the Jewish king. However, says, but a king. Im Katsu, if you're able to, you see him coming and he's going to say hello to you. And you see you could rush through the brachos by just saying the you could say the beginning of the Bracha and the end of the Bracha, and you'll miss out on all the middle stuff of the Bracha, but you'll be able to do this before the king comes to you and you'll finish the shmaneswe so then you kats then you should shorten it. However, oh, Well, alternatively, if you can get out of the king's way, the king doesn't see you, he doesn't realize you're going to be running away from him, if you go up to the side and the king won't see you, and you won't have to interrupt, so that's also better. However, but if there is an alternative, then Then if the king comes up to you and talks to you in the middle of Shemesre, you are allowed to interrupt. We'll understand this better when we go through the Mishnah Brewer. The Mr. Brewery in Sukkot writes, Lo yavsik, you shouldn't interrupt, Afilu remiza b'yama also, even any sort of a motioning with his hand or any type of a gesture of any sort is not permitted one exception, for a crying child, you'll have to try to silence a young child who's crying, because he's going to disturb your otherwise. But if that won't work, then you'll have to move yourself away from the child, in order not to talk, if you can't silence him with some sort of a gesture, so then you move away because he's disturbing your davening likewise if a chash of a person a, a respected and honored person is standing in the kadusha, and the chazin is waiting for him to finish the Shemnesrei before he starts Kaddish or kadusha or something like that but this choshe of a person doesn't want everybody to be waiting for him and it's actually bothering him and it's affecting his concentration to know that everybody in the shul is waiting for him to finish the Shemnesrei he wants to take his time and he doesn't want the Akhrais of delaying everybody and he doesn't want to speed up and it's bothering him that they're waiting for him. So then Mutalolar is the she is spalokidarko. So he's allowed to signal the Shliatziba to go start. You see this all the time when a Rosh Shiva or a Rav is Davening and he doesn't want them to wait for him, he'll signal to them and tell the Chazan to go start the Khazar Sashats, even though he hasn't yet concluded and they're politely waiting for the Rav or the Rosh Shiva to finish Esri but he doesn't want them to. Mishne Bruer and Sifkot and Bayes write that you're not allowed to interrupt Yisshum Nesray. Afilu b'makom hafsid Even this is going to cause you a financial loss. Ain't Lola lahafsid. A person shouldn't interrupt Yisshum Nesray. Then the Mishne Bruer writes, Kasa v'ha'chayodim. The chayodim writes, whole made be tefilah. If a person's davening Yisshum Nesray and he stop Big a din and he doesn't know what the halach is, for example, he doesn't know did he or did he not have to repeat the Shema because he forgot to say the same Did he forgot to say Yalav Yavu. does he have to go back and repeat the Shema Nesri? he doesn't know what to do so he forgot one of the insertions in the davening, or He forgot something in the tefillah. So the halach is, we've already spoken this out once before, you're allowed to leave your place where you're saying the Shem'an Asrei, to go to the Shem'an shrank wherever there is an answer to your question, and to go look up the answer, take out a Mishnah B'ruhah, and read, what the correct answer is, if you forgot to say Yalav you forgot to say Saint Bracha, Saint Halamata, etc. The Lishol Adin, Are you allowed to go and ask somebody? The Chayi is left with a Tzorokhiyin. He's not sure. However, the Mishnabur himself says, Menir Ali, the mutter, the one is permitted to go and even ask a Talmud in the middle of the asrei what the halach is about an insertion. I mentioned this the last time we learned this that Rav Shekhtar Shlita said that the Tammel Chacham is allowed to interrupt the Shemon Esri in answer to him, but the person can't start questioning the Tammel Chacham and say, What about this? What about that? He's just getting a in. He should follow the in, And after the Shemon after the Davening, they can talk it out more if he wishes to do so. The issue footnote number eight brings down from Chaim Kanievsky that once he's already moved, he should stay in the new place that he's gone to, for example, to the Svarmashvang, to go and check out what the halach is. If that place is not going to disturb him, he should finish the Dabinin over there. And not return to his place. However, others disagree, as we've discussed previously, and Ayn Shom and Dershu footnote number eight, and the references that we've learned previously in Simen Sadi and in Simon Sadi Beis. Dershu footnote 9 brings us down something we also learned previously from Chaim Kaniewski Shlita, who says that if you don't exactly know where the safer is, you're actually allowed to look for it. Again, in order to know what you're supposed to do right now in this one asri that you're in the middle of, what the Allah is, you certainly can't look up any other din that's not applicable right now. The issue footnote number 10, reminds us of the halacha we talked about It: the Sefer fell on the floor, a sitter falls on the floor, so you're technically not allowed to go and pick it up, but if it's disturbing your concentration by having a chomish or a sitter lying there on the floor, then one would be allowed to pick it up as well. Mr. Burin Sivkot and Gimel says that we're not only talking about a Goyesha king, this would be somebody, anybody that would hurt you as well if you didn't interrupt for them, and certainly if you're afraid that the person is going to kill you, you're allowed to interrupt in the parameters that we talked about for a Goyesha king and Dalit, he says, if there is no alternative other than interrupting, then you're allowed to interrupt. <laughs> Mishnah Bru says, given the two choices of shortening the Shmonasrei or turning off the road and moving so it's preferable that you shorten the Shmonasrei rather than actually moving from the middle of your Shmonasrei. However, he brings down the Prima God, and he writes, He says he may not agree with that, because if you're walking because of the the tefillah, that's not considered a hefsick. So technically, since you're walking not to be disturbed, so that's actually not a hefsick, and there's nothing technically wrong with it. As opposed to if you're shortening the Shmonasrei, you are shortening the Shmonasrei hey, If you have no choice other than to speak to the king, you're allowed to, and interrupt. You can even go and ask the king how he's doing. If you're afraid that if you don't politely ask the king how he's doing, he's going to be mad at you and possibly kill you. And you certainly would be allowed to answer any questions that the king asked to him, and he brings us down in the name of the El Yeraba. Allah Habura does bring down that there is absolutely no concern that the guy is going to kill you, then one shouldn't interrupt, even though it may be a tremendous loss of money. But if there is any concern that the guy will kill you, it's absolutely forbidden for the person to be machmir and put himself into a situation of sakonis nefashos. That concludes today's share.